Siberia has always been ruled by the wind. And like human nature, sometimes it is harsh and brutal, and sometimes soft and gentle. But the old man, he knew that the days had long passed when the season should have become a kinder one. And as he sat in his hut, listening to the wind crack through the earth, invade the walls of his home, and pierce through to his very soul. He knew. Katora, Lord of the Wind, is enraged. If he is not gentled, we shall all freeze to death. The old man was wise, and he knew that the only thing that could gentle a man was a woman. My first daughter, my brightest, my wisest, come to me. Yes, father. I need your help. Father, if it is a riddle to be unraveled, a question to be discovered, I am the one to do it. Daughter, there is an ancient legend. You must fulfill it. Put on your warmest coat. Go out with the sled, be kind to the birds, take the sled to the bottom of the hill. You will find a hut. It will say above it, Keturah, Lord of the Wind. Go inside and do whatever he tells you to do. Father, you want me to follow a legend? I could freeze to death out there, and what good is it? Daughter, if you do not do it, we will all die. We will be frozen to death. I will be frozen to death. Daughter, he is the Lord of the Wind. If you become his bride... If I become his bride, I too will be like a lord. I would control many things. My wisdom would dominate the land. Father, I shall try. I remember everything you told me. And putting on the coat, she went out with the sled. The winds beat upon her, but when she saw the bird coming, I remember, be kind to the bird. Nice birdie, good birdie, very good. Now you may leave. To the top of the hill I go, and down on the sled. Here it is. Keturah, Lord of the Wind. Just like Father said. I shall go in. Oh, look. A perfect piece of roasted yak. I mustn't gobble at it. It's got to be a test. Will I accept his hospitality and eat it, or will I be polite and wait? There was no time to make a decision, for the door opened and the hut filled with a thousand winds until the first daughter called out, Keturah! They coalesced into the very man she had always dreamed of. He was tall and thin, with dark, brutal eyes and long, aesthetic fingers. Hello. I have been sent by my father to be your bride. Very well. But first, there is a test. Take this meat to the old woman who lives in the snow, and then when you return, make a coat for me from this skin. I shall return. I'm very good at tests. I can fulfill this. And careful to pack the meat under her coat, she went back out into that cold wind and saw the... the bird! Bird, I've already done right by you. You may go now. I have fulfilled this part. I am sure of it. I must find now the old woman who lives in the snow. This must be a test. No old woman could survive in the snow. Ha! 
eyes to see if I'm kind to elderly animals. There's a foxhole. I shall throw the meat down it. Enjoy that fox. Now I must go and make him a coat. But returning to the dwelling, there were no scissors, no knife, no sinew. And within seconds, the door opened again. The hut filled with a thousand winds. And though the eldest called out his name, Kitora, the winds picked her up in a great howling laughter. And carried her out over the tundra and deep into it. And listening to those winds crack through the earth, the old man said a blessing for his eldest and knew that Keturah had not found his bride. My second daughter, my great beauty, come to me. Daughter, you must help us all. You must go and be the bride of Keturah. Well, of course. Everybody wants me to be their bride, father, with my hair, my face, my figure. Every boy in the village wants to lay his spurs upon me. Daughter, this is a matter of life and death. Wear your fur, take the sled, be kind to the bird. Go to the bottom of the hill, you will come to the hut. Above the door it will be carved, Keturah, Lord of the Wind. Go inside and do whatever he tells you to do. Father, you want me to go to some unknown in this freezing weather? I, daughter, the lives of all depend on it. Well, what about my life? Daughter, he is the lord of the wind. If you were to be his bride, a lord, oh, he would have red fox and white fox. He would have mink, he would have every kind of fur. Father, I shall try. The daughter put on her coat, got the sled, went outside. Oh, it is so cold. Oh, but all the coats I shall have, I shall... Oh, bird, get off of my coat. You'll mess it. Oh, dear. I wonder if that was the bird I was supposed to be kind to. Oh, well, there'll be other birds. I'll be kind to them. Oh, top of the hill. Here we go. Just like Father said. There, carved above the door, it says, Keturah, Lord of the Wind. Wonderful. I shall simply go in. Oh, he was ready for me, roasted yak. I'm starving. She gobbled up the entire thing. And a few seconds later, when thousands of winds filled that hut. Hello? Keturah? And there, coalesced before her, the very man she had always dreamed of. He had great biceps and triceps, bulging laterals, quadriceps that made his legs almost pulse, thick brown hair and brutal blue-green eyes. Hello. I have been sent to be your bride. But first, a test. Take this meat. And seeing it was gone, with one quick point of his finger, another piece of roasted yak appeared. Take this meat to the old woman who lives in the snow, and then make a coat for me from this fur. I will return. Oh! 
the second daughter picked up the meat, went right out into the bitter winds. The meat, still being hot, fell from her hand and seared a deep hole into the snow. She couldn't reach for it. Oh, well, well, something will eat it. I've got to make him the coat. Wait till he sees what a beautiful coat I make him. I have a great sense of what is grand. But when she went back into the hut, she could not find a scissors or a knife or sinew. And soon the door opened, and the hut filled with a thousand winds. Katura, Katura! But with a brutal laugh, they picked oh! up the second daughter, and howling, "You have failed!" They carried her out through the tundra and set her in its midst. And listening to that howling wind. The old man knew he had lost his second daughter, and that Katura had not found his bride. My third, my kindest, but oh, what a task this will be for you! Come to me. Yes, father, a- anything. Daughter, you must put on the fur, take a sled, be kind to the bird. You always would be. Go to the bottom of the hill. You will come to a hut. It will say Katura over the dwelling. Go inside. Do whatever he tells you to do. Oh, father, I really shall try. Honest, take the sled. Go to the top of the hill. Ta- you see, the third daughter had a heart as good and pure as gold. She just had a very hard time remembering more than. Two things in a row. Take the sled and go to the top of the hill. Take the sled and go to the top of the hill. It always helped her if she kept repeating them. Take the sled and go to the top of the. She went out into the brutal cold. <gasps> bird, hello, bird. Bird, what are you doing out here? You'll freeze to death. Come, you can hide inside my coat. You'll stay warm. Bird, no, come here. And chasing the bird, just trying to be kind to it, it led her right to the top of the hill where she tripped, fell on the sled, and went right to the bottom of the hill. And there was the dwelling. Oh, oh, look! Just above the door, it says, "Katura, Lord of the Wind." This is where I'm supposed to be. Hello. He probably won't mind if I let myself in. It's so cold. And entering the hut, she saw the roasted yak on the table, but she thought nothing of it. It was not hers. She waited politely until the door opened, and the hut filled with a thousand winds. Um, um, yeah, Yevgeny. Oh dear. Um, Alexei. Nicholas. Oh wait. And peeking out, she read above the door. Oh yes, Katura. And the winds coalesced. Well, into the nicest young man she had ever seen. He was just a few inches taller than her, with warm brown eyes and a kind smile, and a little bit of a tummy. Hi. Uh, my father sent me. Yes, your father sent you, and well, he sent me. He sent me. Oh, he sent me to be your bride. 
That is very well. But here is what you must do first. Take this meat to the old woman who lives in the snow. Oh, I'd be glad to. Good. And then come back and make a coat for me from that skin. I'll do my best. I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. And he was gone. Well, the third daughter wrapped the meat carefully and put it in her coat. She stepped out of the hut into the winds. Oh, dear. The old woman who lives in the snow. Take it to the old woman who lives in the snow. The Bird! <laughs> Bird, what are you doing out here? How did you find your way? Bird, here. I have something warm in my coat. It's roasted yak. You could just stay right by it and you'll stay. Birdie! And following the bird, she came to the oddest little hut. And above the door it read, Old woman who lives in the snow. <laughs> this is where I'm supposed to be. Thank you, Bird. Yes, come right in. Hello, Grandmother. Hello, dear. Uh, dear. Yes? You have something for me? Oh, yes. Yes, I have this, this roasted yak. It's from um the fellow with the wind... Ketura, dear. Yes, that's who it's from. Now, the old woman had the strangest-looking head of hair the girl had ever seen. It stood straight out on her head like she hadn't brushed it in a hundred years, and there were thistles and burrs in it. Uh, dear, c could I ask you a little favor? A anything, Grandmother. Would you mind giving my hair a brush? It's been a while. No, Grandmother, I'd be glad to. And careful to hold each clump of hair by the root so she wouldn't pull on it. She combed it out, slowly, carefully, until it hung snow-white at the old woman's shoulders. Oh, that's lovely, dear. Thank you. You're a good girl. Here, take this back to Katora, this tray. Be careful not to spill it. Oh, I'll be careful, Grandmother. Thank you. No, dear. Thank you. And going out into the wind, the girl couldn't help but notice the tray. Oh, how strange. Look, little pieces of metal and string and... Bird! Bird, what are you doing out here? Bird, come, you can sit on the tray if you like, or in my coat. But when she looked again, the bird had led her right back to Katura's hut. Thank you, bird! She went in. Oh, oh, I'm supposed to make a coat. But I don't see any scissors or knife or, or sinew. Oh, dear, and I did want to make it for him. Who's there? It's me, dear, the old woman. Oh, Grandmother, come in. You shouldn't be out in the cold. I know, dear, but, but I just need your help with something here. There's something in my ear. Would you mind pulling it out? And without saying yuck once, she went right over to the old woman's ear. Ah! <gasps> Grandmother, there's a little hand coming out of your ear. Oh, yes, dear. That's my daughter. Go ahead. Just take the hand and pull. Okay. Out came one girl. Then another. Then another. Then another. Then... Number five, you come out right now. <laughs> now set them on the floor, dear, next to the tray. And when she did, the girls, they went over to the tray... And she could see that they were tiny thimbles and scissors and sinews, and they began to cut and sew and shape that skin. Until moments later, a magnificent coat was made. All right, girls, back in you go. One, two, three, four.
No number five, you cannot wait and see what happens back in Mama's ear. Bye-bye, dear. Thank you, Grandmother. Oh, no, dear. Thank you. And a few minutes later, the door opened. The hut filled with a thousand wings. Oh, um, um, Katura! And there he stood, that lovely young man with the warm brown eyes. Ah, he said, looking at the coat, you have done it. And he took her hand in his and pulled her close to him. And back in the village, the old man could feel the brutal winds of winter, soften and warm. And in that moment, he knew. Oh, yes. Keturah has found his bride. I liked that. But... But what? Well, what if the number three daughter makes a mistake? What kind of mistake? Well, if she marries the Lord of the Wind, then she's like the Lordess, right? Right. Well, what if she does something bad with the wind because she's not so smart? Did she find where Keturah lived? Yes. Did she find the old woman who lived in the snow? Yes. Was she able to have a great coat ready for him when neither of her smarter sisters could do it? Yes. Then, Molly, what makes you think she can't manage the wind? Well, it's just that I... I... You, you, you just have to follow your heart, sweetie. Rumor has it that it's one of the really good things you got. I do? Oh, yeah. These two here told me so. And they said what you got just gets bigger and better every day. 